0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I thought you were already I thought we were already on. <laughs> Kinda. Oh man.
1: He said the age of heroes will never come again.
0: I almost feel like I should bring up the Okie cookie thing again. You just but did. and it's not as spontaneous. And uh, I don't know. I just I don't think I should. So we'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah. yeah don't <laughs> Anyways, it welcome.
0: Welcome to Satanists on cinema. Satanists on or er, uh we are your hosts. Holy shit. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh Satanist Cameron John and Reverend Campbell. <laughs> Satanists on cinema is a film review and commentary series that stole the anti-life equation and used it to form our army of slaves who cut off the crust on our PB and J's. Because, you, we're oh god, I just missed it. Okay, we're wearing our DC underoos and hope you are too for this spoiler-filled review of Snyder or of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. And at first, I thought yeah, it seems a little, you know, why the fuck they gotta say Zack Snyder's Justice League? This is a different fucking movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been going back and just reflecting on the original film that I actually enjoyed in the theater, while I was watching it, and coming to the realization that it is such a different movie that I can't even I can't like this this the choices made by Joss Whedon and W B in order to make that version of the film compared to what was like specked out by Snyder. Is like a, toy. it's it's like epic versus comedically pathetic, <laughs> right? It doesn't make any sense at all the choices that were made, and then they went back to reshoot and made worse decisions with their reshoots in every case.
0: Yeah, Weird. I don't. I...
1: All right, we're gonna get into this in just a second. Patrick, good to see you, Ashworth. How you doing? Thanks for joining us live, and anyone else watching live, uh, throw up your thoughts if you think we are way off base. In any of our assessments, please let us know. Let's have a conversation about it. this. Is supposed to be fun. We are reviewing a fun film. At least I thought it was a long, fun film. Did See, you? See, that's the crazy thing. I didn't think it felt that long. Every like... time one of those chapter <laughs> names came up, I was like, "I better do something because this is cueing me that there's going to be another block, and if I have mm-hmm. to pee in the middle of that block, I'm going to be pissed." So, I let's oh, do it now. Yeah,
0: that's exactly how we framed it. Like any time that there was you know, go like a chapter or two, we'd take a break, I'd make popcorn or hit the head oh, or nice. something. Um, yeah, I I was honestly dreading the length. I mean, I admittedly, I watch long films. Like, I dig a lot of J and K. well, just Asian horror in general, and that's usually got a two-plus hour runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this didn't feel that long. This, honestly, it felt just as long as it did sitting in the theater to watch the original cut. Yeah. I was surprised.
1: Except that exponentially much more in it
0: <laughs> so much <laughs> so more much
1: more um yeah i was a fan of i'm a big fan of man of steel i'm a big fan of batman v superman the extended cut that you know was released on dvd after the film release which mm. you know added on like a half an hour or something like that it was like a three hour film yeah all said and done and so tacking on one more hour just gave me more of what i already loved so i didn't mm. mind at all i thought it was great and To even suspect that this actually would have come out was beyond hope. We had been talking about this since 2017. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, does it exist? Does it not exist? Is it all a lie? Is Zack Snyder just trying to start shit with the, um, you know, because the studio is denying that it even existed in any form at all. And then they said, well, it does exist, but it's all sort of wireframe. Nothing's even close to finished. And the truth is, is, yeah, there was some of that, but it was all done. It was all shot. Mm-hmm. There was only a handful of pickup shots, and that was just because he knew he wasn't going to be doing a sequel to this. So he yeah. wanted to tell us where he was going to go with it.
0: Yeah, which is so fucking disheartening. <laughs> that end, man. I, Jesus. I'm not – okay, I'm not even going to – We'll get to it. We'll get, right. to it. get to it.
1: We're going to get to it. Let's give out some numbers here. So this was, uh, of course, released March 18th, 2021. This is brand new. This is a spoiler-filled review, people. So if you haven't seen it, if you want to go in without being spoiled, you're in the wrong place. Go somewhere else. If you don't care or you've already seen it, then uh, hang tight. We're going we're gonna to have some fun. Uh, IMDb gives it 8.4 out of 10 stars. It is right now sitting at 74% fresh with a 96% audience score. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that's
0: that's pretty surprising. I mean,
1: that's huge. This took 70... Um, I want to make sure I get this right. $70 million budget, which was on top of what was already shot, which had a $300 million budget. And so they put some money behind this to make it exactly what Snyder wanted. And I don't know if WB and HBO Max did it in order to shut the fans up, because they're like, we can't take it anymore. Just <laughs> do it your way and be done with it so we can just move past this or if they were testing grounds because their past projects you know aquaman did really well but wonder woman was not received very well the sequel
0: ooh, ooh, and, um, that was such a bad movie
1: yeah i mean they just they've been really kind of striking out recently <laughs> in what they've been releasing i'm starting to think maybe this was like dipping a toe in the water saying maybe we should go back to the original plan mm-hmm. but i don't know they're denying it so maybe i'm off base um, Dennis thanks for joining us uh, if you don't mind it's gonna we're gonna have some fun um, okay so the log line is this it's a little bit long so it's not really a log line but it's a setup Determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. The task proves more difficult than Bruce imagined, as each of the recruits must face the demons of their own past to transcend that which has held them back, allowing them to come together, finally forming an unprecedented League of Heroes. Now united, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash may be too late to save the planet from Steppenwolf, Sod and Dark Side and their dreadful intentions. That's the setup. This is directed by Zack Snyder, produced by Charles Roven and Deborah Snyder. Screenplay was by Chris Terrio. Music was by Junkie XL, and he sampled a lot of... Um... I don't have it written down, but... Uh... <laughs> Why can't I think of that composer's name? He did Batman, Superman, and Man of Steel, and every oh, other um... great soundtrack.
0: Yeah, and like I've got like seven wow. of his albums and I, I can't know. think of it. Right, it'll uh, be. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yes. Thank yeah, you. there we go. <laughs> um,
1: this was released just over three years after the theatrical version. Um, and it's because it's four hours, it was, and just logically, I'd like to think it was broken up into different acts. So act one was don't count on it Batman, two was the age of heroes, three was beloved mother, beloved son, four was change machine, five was all the king's men, six was something darker, and then there's an epilogue of father twice over, which sort of rounded everything out. So Mm -hmm. everyone knows the story about what happened with the original Justice League, but I want to, and I don't want to really rehash any of that, we've got an opportunity to talk about what was meant and what is now. And so I kind of want to focus on that. But in order to do that, I really want to set up from Man of Steel, Man of Steel and uh, Batman v Superman. Um, because this is very much a continuation of that trilogy. And mm-hmm. as S- this Snyder being the director of all three and the planning force behind all three, this is his vision fully realized. And we set up this world where an alien is just sent to our planet. And he's trying to figure out who he is in the context of his powers and this divided planet. Um, And the second film, you know, we see the the fallout from the first film and Bruce Wayne goes down this crazy mad rabbit hole of blaming Superman for all of the ills that happened since he came to the planet and just focused on nothing more than to murder him, to end his life Mm -hmm. in the whole process turning into the creature that killed his own parents. And that was that moment when he said they'll kill Martha and it struck Batman so hard because he finally saw himself for who he was becoming, which is the very thing that killed his mom. And that is why it struck such a large chord in his head and why he was so insistent and just switched on a dime. Like, holy shit, I was supposed to be defending people from this the type of creature that i've become this this can't stand and then mm-hmm. superman sacrifices himself in order to kill um doomsday and he realizes i i've got to i've got to protect us from the threat that's coming and uh, i'm going to get all the metahumans that i discovered through um, uh, lex luther's archives and so this whole movie uh, initially is a setup of him searching out the different metahumans and trying to get them all together and um i feel like the journey in this film because it had time you know you could actually nestle in and experience the journey i thought it was just it it was it felt earned and it felt a lot better you know it wasn't rushed i i I really like that arthur curry aquaman Mm -hmm. did not want to be involved in any of this and it took him half the movie to even be convinced in the slightest to do it um yeah i mean that's kind of how
0: it was in the The first film, but it definitely uh, the thing I liked was it showed more of the rivalry between the Atlanteans and the Amazons, right? Um, Like that really pushed home
1: that whole this. It it felt very three hundred that flashback Mm sequence, which I enjoyed, especially Zeus. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like Zeus straight up looked like Gerard Butler. Yeah, it was just a little bit bigger and without the stroke (laughs) mouth. It was awesome. I love it so much. um uh the entire film just felt better to me Mm -hmm. um but ultimately you know as i had already mentioned superman's death caused a chain reaction and Mm -hmm. uh the reason why these mother boxes hadn't awakened before is because superman had been around now why they didn't awaken before he even came to the planet i don't know that's a different conversation Mm -hmm. (laughs) but since he's been on the planet you know, he's a Kryptonian. They are incredibly powerful. And so, you know, it's sort of a feared aspect to um, Darkseid and Steppenwolf on returning to this planet because this is the only planet that actually defeated and fended off Darkseid's um, armada, mm-hmm. which was very, very cool. What I loved about this film more than anything was that everyone fails. Every single person in this film fails. Um the bad guys of course they fail but they failed in trying to take it over the first time which in which is why they didn't come back until they realized that there was no one left to you know protect them mm-hmm. and that's when dark side finally comes back to collect the three mother boxes in the end he fails but only after the heroes fail like every single person you're against insurmountable odds and only the random chaos of a moment can change whether you succeed and fail. Mm-hmm. And I just loved that, that they had to earn the win. They had to break fundamental rules in order to actually come out on top in any way. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that?
0: <laughs> I loved it. Uh, like, that's been probably one of my biggest complaints with the Marvel movies, other than the fact they all kind of feel cooker or cookie cutter-ish. Mm-hmm. Um... But it's just, like, everybody wins eventually, and you know it. With this, it's like you see people get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just straight up get their asses handed to them and then have to, like, walk away in shame.
1: And it's at, at it's, it's one, so refreshing. <laughs> yeah. At the one-hour mark, it was the the ending of the battle with Steppenwolf for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sorry, that was the end of the, the two-hour mark or something. It was, like, halfway through the film. Um, they just got their asses handed to them by steppenwolf and literally they were like hanging on to this batman crawler machine <laughs> in order to yeah. rescue them from impending doom <laughs> and like they they got their asses handed to them that was really really great and i love the fact that they're like look we can't do this without superman mm-hmm. no matter what we do we tried it we tried to step up but we just could not do it and if dark side comes we're screwed." and Bruce has already seen the future. He knows Mm -hmm. what's coming. He's got to do everything he can in order to stop that. And which is why he's so hell bent and focused, even against all rational thoughts to the contrary, of using this last mother box in order to resurrect Superman. Yeah. It always felt a little weird to me in the first film because the original theatrical version of Batman v Superman at the very end had a, a static shot of the coffin of Superman. And then you saw rocks start swirling. And so mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, oh, he's just going to slowly regenerate. That's what Superman does. He's going to heal himself, and then he's going to come back. But then the mm-hmm. next movie is like, no, we have to resurrect him or else he's going to be dead. I was like, but why did you have that in the last <laughs> in credits That's Right. Last film? That doesn't make sense. Anyway.
0: I completely forgot about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was just weird. I don't recall seeing it in the Ultimate Edition, uh, the extended version of it. I do remember mm-hmm. that final still shot, but I think it cuts before. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. I just watched it the other day um, before this came out. And so I was a, more appreciative of it this time, thinking that that wasn't in it, and now they had mm-hmm. to go through such great lengths to resurrect him. What did you think about the resurrection of Superman?
0: I, I loved it. it. That was just so awesome to see. <laughs> what do you think um, about that
1: fight, the, the fight of the theatrical version versus this one of the resurrected Superman? With the, um,
0: was the there much of a difference? I I guess well I don't there was really a remember.
1: bunch of shitty comedy bits. Is the yeah. <laughs> like I mean, he was—he's much bit. more brutal with Wonder Woman in this mm-hmm. one. Like, he, yeah,
0: he's <laughs> fucking rough.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should have been wearing a white like,
0: beard. Yeah, there's there's still a little bit of the the comedic shit at the end. Like after he's flown away with Lois, and you know Aquaman just looks over at the Flash. I like, and I right, mean, that's, like, but yeah, yeah, no, it was. Was there wasn't, like, head.
1: you know, him holding Batman going, do you bleed? And then Batman throwing the ground. He's oh, like, something's fuck. bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Like, come forgot on. forgot about that shit. <laughs> he's just shitty. Like, all these stupid, shitty Marvel jokes are being mm-hmm. thrown in to the theatrical version. that We just, we do have humor. It is lighter than Batman v. Superman. And it's because it's, you know, that was supposed to be a dark film. That was mm-hmm. him going at his worst. And then realizing that that was the wrong direction and he was focusing his energy in the wrong places. So now mm-hmm. he's going in a more hopeful and positive way. And the whole t- whole time he's talking – this is the first time he's saying to Alfred that I'm using – that I'm, I'm, I'm not relying on intellect or something I'm paraphrasing. And instead mm-hmm. I'm using faith. Yeah. He has faith that Superman is going to do the right thing. He has faith that Superman's going to save the day because that's what he is and does, which is a wonderful setup. For the Superman that we all know and love from the Donner films way back in the day, mm-hmm. it's just a promise of the actual Superman. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that 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 resurrection fight was just fucking awesome, especially when he's got all three. Superman's got all three of them, and then yeah. the Flash comes running around, and then he just starts Dude, that hammering shit. after the Flash so good. <laughs> <laughs> in his face. A lot of people don't like Ezra Miller as the flash I don't. you don't like I, him
0: it's not that i don't like him as the flash i just don't like him period i oh just something about him i fucking can't stand him
1: oh wow yeah i actually really like him i, I have no other basis for a flash other than the live action series when i was a kid he's like mm-hmm. a big white dude
0: yeah it's a little <laughs> bit better than him
1: <laughs> like much much more closer to the actual barry Allen of the comics than yeah. that guy <laughs> but like the Barry Allen in the animated shows that I've seen is the cut up he's the card he's he's the you know he's the comic relief mm-hmm. he's oh, always yeah. making snide comments and so that's what I liked mm-hmm. about this one is that in the Whedon version he was really shitty and super jokey and hokey in this one it was toned down but he still had humor with him yeah. Which is, I appreciated that a lot.
0: Yeah, I did definitely like him a lot better with this one. But, I mean, we also actually got to see him in this one. right? Like, him and Cyborg, we actually get character development with them, So, that was nice.
1: Yeah. So, everyone is saying that Cyborg is the heart and soul of this film. Did you have that same takeaway? No. I didn't either.
0: No, not at all. I mean, it's... I mean, he's one of the catalysts. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a fucking mother box, basically. Um, but, yeah, no, it's... Oh boo hoo, my daddy doesn't wanna watch me because he's taking care of me and you know, saving the
1: planet and yeah. putting me through college. Saving Wham! the planet. Fuck. Yeah. That that bugged me a little bit. I, I get you're gonna be pissed, but I mean There's more important things than to watch a bunch of fucking kids play grab ass and tights. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, they want to watch superheroes play grab ass and tights. <laughs> exactly. That's a lot cooler. Well, I mean, let's let's set up the context for this, right? Superman just, uh, like, outed himself before this time. And there was this huge intergalactic conflict taking place in Metropolis. And his focus is on the fucking football game and his dad wasn't there? His dad's studying alien technology for the government. Isn't that more important? Uh, he's his
0: son. No, it's not, Adam. <laughs> okay. It's not. Uh, it's fucking entitled kids these days, man. Right? <laughs> right so he deserved to get blown the fuck up fuck him (laughs) and then cry the whole time I mean, granted, i wouldn't want to be a cyborg because i like to eat and like i have a penis i don't know if i'd have
1: a penis if i was a cyborg or it might be better i don't know i don't know could all just be chemical injections make you think you have an orgasm as long as i
0: got bazooka boobs and chainsaw hands i guess i wouldn't be too too pissed
1: yeah um so ash is saying they all had mom and dad issues in the movie um flash was doing his best to try to get his dad out of jail trying to work to get a degree and so that is i think that's an honest reaction i think Mm -hmm. cyborgs was set up to be an honest reaction but it didn't Play that way for me Mm -hmm. it really did feel like he was brooding and just being a moody teenager when he didn't have perspective that there are greater things going on and I really did appreciate though seeing his um, helping out that that woman that was like kicked out of her apartment and just sort of poor because that gave him a a moment of redemption in my eyes
0: yeah same
1: because up until then he was just a broody bitch (laughs) right like shit happens man yeah. Oh, Robocock, says Dennis. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I don't know about the heart and soul. I understand the intention is that mm-hmm. you know, he was coming from a very mortal place and following the full acceptance of who and what he's become against his will. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but he wasn't as moody and shitty as he was in the, the theatrical release either like and and aquaman was a straight-up dick to him in the theatrical release whereas in this version he was sympathetic toward him which made sense like if you have any heart at all (laughs) you'll be like that sucks (laughs) dude sorry man (laughs)
0: yeah yeah definitely it
1: was wild um yeah i mean batman definitely has mommy daddy issues for sure that's Mm -hmm. his whole drive as a character um, and it's why he's doing the redemption arc. He's doing in this film specifically. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, she, she's fine. I mean, you know, she gets pissed when uh, Steppenwolf yeah, she, taunts her. She doesn't have,
0: yeah, she doesn't have mommy daddy issues. She doesn't yeah. have a daddy. Yeah. Mommy's well, has got the Zeus, island. right? Yeah, but she doesn't know that at this point. Yeah, huh. that's like later on down the road type of shit that she finds out that she's a demigod.
1: What are you talking about? That was in Wonder right? Woman one. Was it? Yeah, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, she fought Ares, the god of war. It was interesting first... seeing Ares, the god oh, of wait. war. Oh yeah, wait,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. It's been a long time since I've watched that movie. <laughs> I actually really
1: liked that one though. Um, that yeah, battle's no, first... CG wasn't so great, but it was interesting mm-hmm. seeing that god of war and then seeing mm-hmm. you know the the flashback five thousand years ago god of war version where they weren't that dissimilar, and you kind of kind of like okay, well. I get where they were, you know, they they were they're trying to keep some sort of continuity between them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool. But um Yeah, so according to Zack Snyder, despite the film's cliffhanger ending, there will not be a sequel to elaborate the events until Warner Brothers decides otherwise. And right now they're saying no. That may change based on what everyone is saying about this film, but it's a no so far, which is yeah, frustrating because I want Yeah, I want to talk about that ending. We, we were teased about the nightmare scene uh uh the nightmare dreamscape or whatever it's called in batman v superman and we see the future flash coming back to warn bruce about you know um, um lois lane being the key to preventing that ultimate future and then mm-hmm. when we see um, um uh, cybercock putting his fingers inside the mother box in mm-hmm. order to you know resurrect Superman for the first time, he sees a glimpse of a future where yeah. Superman is kneeling down to a corpse that looks like it was all burned up, supposedly Lois Lane, and then Darkseid puts his hand mm-hmm. on his shoulder behind him, which is like the the catalyst for that nightmare future that Batman has been seeing this whole time, and then we get another nightmare future vision um, uh, at the end, and some some very interesting setup. I'm going to put a pin in that before we get there because when we finally get the mother boxes together and we finally get that final assault, every hero had a role, Mm -hmm. which was nice. Like there wasn't anyone standing around just sort of, you know, picking their nose. Like everyone Mm -hmm. was essential to what they were doing. Batman was trying to keep the, um, the flying demon creatures off of the parademons off of Ezra as he was af- off of the flashes he was like running around to generate the- enough charge mm-hmm. to uh, empower cybercock and then uh, cybercock had to then tap into the mother boxes what did you think of that that vision of the mother boxes trying to convince um now i can't stop saying cyborg. cybercock <laughs> cyborg uh to to tear them apart that was that was very star wars i thought
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, no, I, I see that.
1: <laughs> it, it really did feel like that scene in um, Star Wars Rebels, the animated series, where Palpatine goes into uh, uh, Ezra's mind, Ezra Bridger in this particular case, and mm-hmm. is trying to convince him. No, just come with us, you know, give us the power to go into the world between worlds and, you know, you can stay with us, his parents, because he had mommy, daddy, as too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the mother boxes were doing that exact same thing to Cyborg. I was just like, yeah. I like that a lot. And then the visual representation of the mother boxes in that sort of dreamscape space was very cool. It was like three hags of like Macbeth or something.
0: Yeah. I I was digging it.
1: (laughs) Wild. All right. So do you want to, do you want to set up that, that sort of final scene where everyone fails and talk us through that?
0: Final scene where everyone fails.
1: Yeah. Where the heroes fail. Which one? (laughs) At the very end. Like, you know,
0: when the, they're fighting
1: the, um, Steppenwolf. They're doing that final assault, yeah. trying to stop the the. Union. Oh, yeah, and just
0: everybody's getting their asses kicked. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit. I'm trying to remember where the hell that ends. It's like, I just remember the decapitation scene. Like, that was just oh, yeah, so, that's after that. Yeah, okay, so, so fucking heavy. So, um, that was... Yeah.
1: That felt good.
0: That did. <laughs> that did, seeing him get his ass handed to him.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that, that's before what Before that, was. the Everybody... heroes failed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, he's calling through to Apocalypse, right? Yeah, well, that's when he takes off the side. armor and
1: shit. What's that? To dark side, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, on Apocalypse, Adam. Fuck. Sorry, you're right. I know what the fuck I'm talking you're about. Right. Kinda. Of, Not really. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <sighs> um, yeah, no, everybody just gets the shit kicked out of him. Like it, it seems like okay. Well, this is clearly how it's gonna end. You know, they they're stopping the mother boxes from connecting, and then you just. Fucks him up, and then calls through to Dark Side, and that's when you actually get to see Apocalypse um, like through the, I guess portal, like not quite boom tube. Yeah. Um, yeah, shit. What the fuck happened after that? Because he, he, everybody starts groveling, and then he <laughs> loses his armor. Right. Well, okay, so. Shit, I'm missing a lot. Sorry. Yeah.
1: You, well, you're missing what I was. I was hoping we were going <laughs> to tap into, which is where the the Justice League fails and dies. So they're trying to oh, get yeah, that charge, okay. and yeah. fucking the Flash ends up getting hit by a Parademon and stops uh-huh. and loses the charge, and so um, and Steppenwolf is just wiping the floor mm-hmm. with everyone. And he finally gets up behind Cyborg, who has also just got his butt handed to him a number of times. And Cyborg's just trying to do everything he can with this, you know, before it finally does the final unity. And Steppenwolf comes down to hit him with the axe and just end his life. And it just lands right on Superman's shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not impressed. And freezes yeah, okay. it with his cold breath, breaks that. his fucking axe. But the unity happens anyway. Mm-hmm. And it just wipes out everything in that area and it's just blowing out so every single one of the justice league was murdered except for the flash who as soon as that fucking wall of destruction was coming to him he entered whatever i don't flash zone (laughs) what's the
0: it was the the speed force speed force which that's yeah that's the one thing i really did like about this was uh this movie did explain that a little bit more like it didn't really do anything with that last time Mm -hmm. um but they set it up earlier in the film like, right before the reveal of him and, you know, meeting up with Bruce Wayne, that if he reaches uh, faster than the speed of uh, light, then he can manipulate time. And that's exactly what he does. And, yeah, that's... Fuck, that was heavy watching him come back.
1: (laughs) I didn't... I I didn't notice some of the elements of it the first time I watched it. I just watched it again today uh, as I was working. And, uh... (laughs) That sequence when he's coming back through the Speed Force and the flesh is being put back onto the like Superman, that
0: was so fucking cool to watch? <laughs> <It's>
1: like, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: because like this this wasn't just like um, you know how it shows in the beginning of the movie, um, you know him terraforming planets and shit. Like this was mass destruction. Like everything was destroyed yeah. as soon as that unity happened. Like it was just cosmos, basically just empty space. So, yeah watching everything in existence come back together piece by piece like as he's running oh my god that was so cool
1: yeah yeah oh god so great and then when they do get you know back together and you know they pull them apart seeing that end scene with steppenwolf was mm-hmm. just fucking, that was dope. fucking superman true. cutting his damn horn off with his mm-hmm. eye beams eye high beams yeah. his eyeball lasers yeah, And then fucking Wonder Woman. I didn't know she had it in her.
0: That was, that was the best
1: way to send him back. Yeah. Like, oh, you're almost through. Whoop. <laughs> and then they're all yeah. just standing there like, come at me, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> step over the line, bitch. <laughs> you step over that line and we will hand you your ass. I don't know if they could, but still, it'd be fun to watch. Um, that was so good. And Darkseid was just sitting there staring like, shit. (laughs) Like, he didn't even like his dad anyway. He was fell out of grace because there was this coup attempt that was alluded to that um, Steppenwolf was trying to sort of, you know, make up for and get back into Darkseid's good graces. But, like, he was was pissed. He he was just, that was the one planet that got away before. Now it seemingly got away again with, you know, going through the portal with the mother boxes in a unity. And so he's just like, you know what? We're doing this old school. Get the armada ready. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was
1: that was some shit. Well, especially because, I mean, that's where the anti-life
0: matter directions or yeah, instructions are.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the other thing. Like, the entire premise of this is that Darkseid was searching the galaxy for the anti-life equation. That, mm-hmm. Like, that was the whole point of everything. And he was using the mother boxes in order to destroy planets through the process. Mm-hmm. Um now that he doesn't have the mother boxes, he's got to do it old school. He's got to sort of go planet hopping. So I thought it was a little strange that he didn't remember the one planet that he got defeated on.
0: <laughs> right.
1: That was a little weird to me. But I, I forgive that for all of the other greatness that this brings. And, you know, there's like four hours of content that we're not really going over and we're not talking about. But, um, yeah, I don't know. what What other stuff before we get to that final ending scene do you want to talk about? So I liked,
0: like my biggest problem with the original cut was um, less mention of other um, Justice League members that were right. crucial key members of the Justice League. And I mean, of course, we still miss shit. I mean, we get Martian Manhunter a couple of times, um, but like this time around, we actually saw Lantern Corps members. Mm-hmm. Um, like we even saw, um, oh my god, why can't I think of his name now? The blonde one. He was before Hal, Hal? Jordan. Oh. No, no, Hal, Hal Jordan's different guy. Uh, this was the original Green Lan- I can never remember his name. Um, anyways, it, it was just it was nice seeing those little tidbits. Um, I wish we would have got more, but yeah. I mean that was pretty fucking sweet. And the fact that we actually got character development, like we got backstories. We saw Cyborg. We saw the Flash you know, we actually got shit with them versus just them being kind of like background characters to the, you know, big three.
1: Yeah. I was a little frustrated with some of the commentary I was hearing about um, Martian Manhunter feeling like it was just sort of hamstrung in there. It, but when you reflect back from Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, that same guy has been in every single one mm-hmm. watching the entire thing unfold. And Yeah, um, no,
0: and that's how it was set up.
1: Yeah, so it's it's not like it was just this late addition. He was, mm-hmm. seed was planted a long time ago. It's just now finally paying off, which is well, what I, I appreciate.
0: how it was, too. Like, he was there as a protector, yeah. but a hidden protector. And then it wasn't until, like, catastrophic shit happened that he's like, ah, fuck it, I'll reveal myself to these guys.
1: Yeah, and he had a relationship with Lois Lane. She went to him mm-hmm. personally to get off-the-book covert information um, in Batman v Superman, so they had this relationship. So when he goes to her in the guise of uh Kent's mom trying to get her to rejoin the world, it's because he cares about her and he's just trying mm. to do it in a loving way rather than you know him just showing up as a government official and yeah, ruining the entire moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought it was great when it came, I to did it. too, I really appreciated it. Um, okay, well, then let's you know, we also got um uh dead shot deathstroke deathstroke we got a little bit more of him which was kind of nice and we know he lost his eye because of batman (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then lex Luthor tells him that batman is bruce wayne and uh they celebrate with champagne (laughs) um let's get into that final scene the the final nightmare escape scene Mm
0: -hmm. god damn what did you think i thought it was great I really thought it was great. I was confused at first. I, I forgot about Future Flash, so I'm like, right? How are they going to introduce the Blue Beetle into this? And it be a made up thing, but yeah. So once I realized that I was Future Flash, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm on the same page. But it was so nice seeing that because like that's that's what we were expecting with the original cut, mm-hmm. or was it Batman? You know, it was Batman versus Superman when he was running through the dreamscape, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah like that's the continuation that we were hoping for at least i was with this film so it was great to see that um and this is i actually liked leto's joker in this one me too i did not think i was going to but that and i'm not i'm not saying that it's as good as this but the first initial feeling of watching this, it was like listening to uh, Troy Baker do the Killing Joke monologue. Like, that was just, holy fuck, somebody else did this and made it good? Goddamn!
1: It was so yeah, it was. good! Like, they yeah. clearly hated each other. The Joker mm-hmm. was clearly playing on... Uh, his uh, Bruce Wayne's need to keep him alive. Cause he knows where the mother box is in this nightmare escape. So mm-hmm. he needs him. So he can't kill him even though he wants to, but he's still menacing enough to be a threat in and un- unto himself. I really thought it was great. I didn't mind. Yeah. um I didn't mind Leto's Joker from suicide squad. I know that there was a ton more footage that was shot and it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a completely different film with the Dave- David David cut that everyone is now calling for. Um, in the wake of seeing what Jared Leto can do with the Joker. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that version because with all that extra footage, it may have made him not look so hokey and goofy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when he turns around and he just says, isn't that right, Batman, and he just goes in that guttural ending, Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, there's some depth here. (laughs) oh yeah i just i love seeing the the evolution forward like he is clearly messed up how did he get his hands on a mother box how is he key to this this future nightscape and the whole time everyone that's in that that nightmare scene is like he's gonna find us he's gonna see us we gotta be quick we gotta mm-hmm. stay undercover in my head i thought they were talking about dark side
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then superman shows up and they're like he found us and the terror in everyone's face it's yeah. like oh man <laughs>
0: that that was pretty fucking good
1: <laughs> but that was the original idea is that this nightmare version of the world was the second film mm. like they they lost they like they won this first film then in the second one it all falls to shit in the nightmare version and the third film was supposed to be them coming back, back through you know dimensional time and stuff and saving the day but i want to see that so bad
0: right i i would give my left not to see the fucking multiverse
1: who gives a fuck about shazam <laughs> 2 when we have this yeah i mean i like shazam it was good but i don't
0: need a fucking second one yeah <laughs> like i need a second justice league especially if that was the setup like they yeah. were gonna do the nightmare verse and you know bring in the multiverse that way like that's some shit that i want to see
1: yeah oh man and I know that the Flash has gone through developmental hell for the past three years, and it's like on and off again, and now it seems like it's finally on, and they're doing the dim- multidimensional multiverse uh, storyline of Flashpoint with it. Can we just halt a little bit <laughs> so that we can get Justice League 2 in there and then do Flashpoint off of that? Because that seems just, like the perfect place.
0: I think Flashpoint could actually bring us that like if they did it right especially mm-hmm. um like if you've seen the animated version of yeah. the flashpoint paradox or whatever that shit was killer oh, really? like you know getting uh you know Thomas Wayne is Batman like the whole Earth 2 shit fuck that was so
1: good oh man uh, I had such a good time with this film and watching it the second time that first hour I was like Oof. oh is it can i really hang in this for another you know i like I've, I've already seen this setup three times now i saw it in the first mm-hmm. film albeit you know super condensed and then watched yeah. it the second time and now the third i was i was like i don't know but as soon as the action kicks in and i loved elfman's score um from the original justice mm-hmm. league theatrical cut i love the blending of the original themes with the new Hans zimmer stuff i thought he did a great job mm-hmm. but there's something much more epic about this score that uh, Snyder is using I don't know I liked it more Mm -hmm. in the end
0: I I'm still kind of on the fence with the score yeah Uh, like it it was good but at the same time it's like not even um, changing like tempos or anything of the same musical beats that he did like it almost felt like it was a temp score in a rough cut Um, oh wow yeah, because it was just so like non varied, um, what and so heavy. I don't know. It just it felt That's weird to me. me. Like wow. I, I need to watch it again. Definitely. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the film, but that was probably my biggest gripe was actually the music. It felt
1: really diverse in my head. I really appreciated that we got moments of sheer silence, and then suddenly, like <laughs> at the very end of the first Aquaman uh, meeting, uh, those girls just start singing to him you know mm-hmm. as if he's a benefactor god and they're mourning his his leaving them it's like right out of old ancient history you know pagan mm-hmm. behavior and stuff and it was it was genuinely beautiful like oh yeah i, I was just it. i i know i actually heard people bitching about that too like why the hell are we watching what? these people sing but i love taking that, was that breath awesome yeah and little things like that broke up with the action music and the metal music that came in and out and this the other cinematic, you know, scoring and stuff. I don't know. I really enjoyed the the music of this a lot. It it felt more isolated unto the trilogy of Zack Snyder versus the theatrical cut being an homage to the DC characters. Is that at least Fair. how I saw it anyway.
0: I, I did, like, the changing of um, the old John Williams shit mm-hmm. to, like, the electronic stuff. But it was, like, it was just subtle that yeah. it was old, you know, Christopher Reeves Superman. But, like, that was fucking cool.
1: It, it really was.
0: But <laughs> And I
1: own that soundtrack. It's great.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Like, just, I don't know. I, I guess it was the a mixture of how the film was cut with the music in the way that it was. Mm-hmm. It just... I don't know, the same problems that I had with Mulan and Suicide Squad was kind of with this movie, but Suicide
1: Squad? What's that? With Mulan? Yeah. Like the cartoon or the live action? No, no,
0: no. No, I love the cartoon. The live action was a dumpster fire. I haven't seen it. Oh, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I actually, sorry, this is a side, people, but if you haven't watched it, I'm going to fucking give you a little tip. Don't. (laughs) Um, I actually got so bored with it that I started timing how long the scenes were because they're just like one after another. Uh the shortest scene was five seconds. Uh the longest scene was 32 seconds. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I didn't time the entire film, but like that was a good 20, 30 minutes of me sitting there with my stopwatch being like, huh, I wonder if they're actually gonna build a story or just give us little trailer moments. <laughs> and that's what that movie was like. Jeez. But like um like with Suicide Squad how the soundtrack was just so heavy and in your face it felt like a music video but not a good one. Um that's this kind of felt that way to a lesser extent but again I need to watch it again to you yeah. know whether I hated that part or not.
1: Yeah, well I mean that's fair. You know um we are going to get another cut of this film. We've got a uh, a black and white version that's being developed for release right now. And it's actually going to have an alternate ending, and it's, um, all the proceeds for that version are going to go to a suicide prevention group that um, Zach and Deborah, his wife, have you know uh, been working with since the death of their daughter, which I think is awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he didn't get paid for any of this;
1: like he forsook his own payment um, as a director in order to get this out. And Mm -hmm. that just says a lot that this was a labor of love. This was his intention moving in to finish his original vision. And if he was never going to get another chance, he just wanted to give us an epilogue to give us a tease about where he was going to go. And people complain that that was too long or that it felt tacked on or, you know, it was definitely done after the fact. Well, yeah, because he's just trying to tell us what was, you know, what his plans were. Yeah. And I like seeing that as a fan.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's weird. Um, I appreciated the character story arc time we got you and i love movies that where it gives you a chance to breathe and so Mm -hmm. you know this is nothing new to us a lot of people are going to have a lot of conflicting problems with this if they don't have attention spans or if they don't like character development moments because it's just going to feel long to you in that case but if you do appreciate story yeah (laughs) who would have (laughs) thunk fucking crazy um I thought this was a groundbreaking moment that had never happened before, meaning fans forced a studio to allow the original director to come back Mm -hmm. and finish a film. But it has happened once before. It happened actually with Superman, too. Um, Richard Donner was fired by the producers and replaced with Richard Lester. Uh, Decades later, Lois Lane actress Margot Kidder said in an interview that the Richard Donner cut of Superman did exist, and it was uh, finally accepted and released in 1980, I'm sorry it was released in November 2006 after the summer release of Superman Returns in 06 Hmm. which I didn't know, I had no idea about that that. that. (laughs) apparently they were upset because they wanted him to have a more light and upbeat tone, and he wanted Mm -hmm. to go down a slightly different direction
0: I have Which the that's what the you film. do with the sequel. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do a trilogy, the second one has to be deep and dark.
1: Yeah. So the payoff um, on the third is just a lot right? better. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Totally. And it was longer, too. So... Mm-hmm. I just... I thought that was really fascinating. That It's already happened once, and it was mm-hmm. with another DC film, and it was uh, still Warner Brothers. So... Mm-hmm. I think Warner Brothers seriously needs to take a look at themselves and get the fuck out of the way of the directors. Let them do their jobs.
0: Pretty fucking much. And it's like with with this, to take away the film from the director that spearheaded all this Mm -hmm. and from one of the fucking producers, one of the people that brings money to this film, to take it away because they wanted a couple days to mourn their daughter that fucking snuffed herself. Fuck you, Warner Brothers yeah like they're assholes just it step was, aside <laughs> again it
1: was all based on fear too because they were in pre-production of justice league when uh bv superman was in theaters and it wasn't getting it made a lot of money but it wasn't getting good critical reception and so they started getting scared saying oh zach you need to you need to lighten the tone you need to make this better you need to make this funnier and he's like just let me do my thing man <laughs> right and then when well, he does that's... go and leave they totally scrap the whole thing make mm-hmm. it worse
0: well, that's the thing oh. that kills me with DC. It's like, or uh, not DC, but Warner Brothers. It, it's like they're trying to follow the Marvel model, but Marvel has always been more of the bright, colory, super happy shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, the DC Universe, especially like, the Batman part of DC, yeah, like it's always been darker. Like, especially when you get back to like when Batman like almost was gone because the you know, the character just fucking sucked. Like when Frank Miller picked him up, that's some of the darkest fucking mainstream comic writing there is. And that's why it works so fucking well, because he was a hero. Yes, but he had conflicts. He had problems and it wasn't just like, Oh, I'll do this and fix it. No, he was a troubled fucking character and the world around him was troubled. So I, I just feel like that's the part that they miss way too much.
1: I always get really, really uh, frustrated with fans that complain about BV Superman being so dark. Like, it's a Batman film. There has never been a light Batman film. Christopher Nolan just did a trilogy of dark and deep and mm-hmm. fucking moody shit. And then before that, even the original Batman 1 and 2, I don't mm-hmm. acknowledge the others those were super dark so yeah i don't know where anyone is coming from and the whole superman like there's this whole meme going around when uh, man of steel was coming out and then when batman vs superman actually was released that people were complaining this isn't the real superman he never smiles he's not joyous and hopeful they should be watching a different film because (laughs) right he's smiling the whole fucking film except for when he's in the shit Mm -hmm. i don't what do you expect him to be doing like let's fight like it's weird (laughs) right i don't know it it, it no that's fandoms always get in the way of creative and they've always ruined it no matter what fandom it is they're the worst yeah fuck you fans (laughs) (laughs) let the directors do their shit uh I don't have anything else. <laughs> so th- this is a uh, starring, I didn't even do the cast. Ben Affleck is Batman. Henry Cavill is Superman. Amy Adams is Lois Lane. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. Ray Fisher is Cyborg. Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Ezra Miller is The Flash. Uh, Kieran Hins is the voice for Steppenwolf. And Ray Porter is the voice for Darkseid. Uh, yeah, great film. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I will watch it again. I hope they release it on physical with extra footage because Zach said absolutely. he did actually have five-hour version that he thought was too long. I'd love to see that extra hour. <laughs> I, I'd
0: fucking watch it.
1: <laughs> then again, I'm the buy I'm the guy that bought the cabal cut, so I'll, I'll watch anything long. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I I feel like a shill, but I'm not making any money off of it. I just I genuinely love Zack Snyder's version of this DC universe. No, I just I, I... I, I've really enjoyed it. And I loved Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, the film. Which the Snyders, both of them, were producers on. But Wonder Woman in in Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman in uh, Justice League is different. She's Mm. not afraid to murder people. It seemed Mm. like in Wonder Woman, she was really hesitant to be too violent or too physical. And I don't know if that was the tone that Patty Jenkins brought into play. But the first scene with the bank robbers in this film, she smashes a dude's head against a wall.
0: Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> Brains and
1: shit are like against the wall, and she is just ruthless in this mm-hmm. film. It's great. It's such everything about these heroes is better with Zack Snyder directing them than mm-hmm. with fucking that other asshole that I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. Yeah, fuck him. Weird, right? Okay. Um, anything else you want to talk about with the with this before we?
0: No, give I think our we covered it all pretty damn well. So. We can go to the either the ratings or you know, yeah, let's give our part, ratings for this part. film
1: before we dive yeah. into get to the McKenzie's or anything. All right, this is it. Yeah. What'd three point
0: five got? for me. Uh, it yes. was yeah, it was really fucking good. Really liked it. There were problems, but yeah. I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect movie except for Ernest Scared Stupid, so <laughs> three point five. It's good good rating.
1: I had to go with a four. I I, I actually really enjoyed the first Justice League. In the theater, and Mm -hmm. then I got out of it, started thinking about it and stuff like that. I was like, "Hmm, well, that doesn't really make sense," or none of that really landed. And you know, I just I was happy to see Superman again. This, fuck that first film. This completely changes everything, and it it recontextualizes everything in this trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's I thought it was brilliant, and yes, it has flaws that I I definitely see and I can feel, but I accept that the strengths of this infinitely outweigh those flaws and mm-hmm. so i don't i don't mind it at all i think this is the
0: one thing the one thing i do make want to make of note to every single person that was bitching about henry cavill's mustache mm-hmm. in the first fucking cut of this i watched it last night on on a 4k television with direct gig internet hooked up to the device i was watching it through i didn't see shit <laughs> either, not... they, either they fixed that shit or it it wasn't that bad to begin with. Cause I got up close. Like there was hair follicles. You could actually see the stubble.
1: There was only that in the <sighs> Wayden reshoots.
0: Yeah. Cause that's mm. when he was
1: already doing mission impossible.
0: Okay. Yeah. That was okay. Then I guess none of that shit applies, but God damn it. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like the original cut, like I had, I've watched it like three or four different times. I've never noticed the CG mustache but i I feel like people don't seem to understand that there's a lot like that's common practice not everybody looks as beautiful as you think and sometimes it's easier to fucking wipe that shit in you know the post than to have makeup on them for like seven eight hours a day when it's just supposed to be beauty makeup right so it's pretty common
1: yeah it didn't it didn't bother me as much as it, it seemed to bother most other people in the theatrical release but i did notice it in that first opening shot where it's the kid with his camera talking to superman i was just like whoa what the fuck is going on <laughs> like i don't know weird i didn't know what it was but i was like uh, something i guess i just get pulled way too in a mo- into
0: the movies but i yeah i never noticed it
1: um all right let's get to mackenzie's uh what's what's happening with you right now in the horror sphere or the movie sphere
0: oh man we got so much stupid shit coming out it's it's great like the one that just came out that I'm dying that I didn't watch. Like, if this hadn't come out this weekend, I would have watched that instead. Um, Slacks. You've heard about it, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I am so fucking excited for that. Like, have you ever seen the movie Rubber? No. No. Okay. So, we're going to have to do a movie night.
1: Okay. But that's
0: what it reminds me of. Just so fucking stupid that it's going to be great. And I am so excited <laughs>
1: yeah so for everyone who doesn't know slacks <laughs> the premise is pants come alive and start killing the people that wear them
0: the, no the the office like it, it kills the people at the store oh okay that's selling them like it's fucking very stupid. weird it's gonna be very so weird. awesome right. it, it was like, like a half a second
1: stuff. i showed my wife i was like you want to watch this babe she was like no <laughs> i was like Pretty, yeah, pretty weird. Stupid, that is. <laughs> um, I almost bought the Craft Legacy when it first came out. And I was thinking, I heard that there's this great cameo with Feruza Balk in it. And I was super excited. Like, yeah. I love the original Craft. Yeah. Um, and so I was about to buy it. And then I saw that it was on Stars. And I knew that we were going to be resubbing on Stars for a different show that we were going to watch. So I just mm. waited. And I finally watched it this last weekend. And I <laughs> sent you some messages about it. <laughs> Oh, what a travesty! Yeah. We should
0: do a show on it. So I don't want. We're gonna do a show <laughs> okay. on it, but I, like, I'm gonna actually sit down with the notebook, <laughs> and disassemble this fucking movie.
1: Yeah, we're gonna So we can talk
0: is. about it. It's oh man, So oh, that's, man.
1: that's where my horror head has been, just in despair. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what is going? On? That was a like, Bloomhouse joint too. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was a CW
0: movie. That's all I kept thinking was, is somebody fucking with us. Did they put the wrong bumper card on this?
1: Yeah. yeah is this Uh-oh. Sabrina? What are we watching?
0: <laughs> Sabrina's actually good. Like I like. I mean, I haven't watched a bunch of it, but I- I've watched a few episodes. I've liked that. This. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
1: So we won't talk about. It, but that's. I- I no, was we won't really talk about. It. I did hear about a film that I haven't seen yet, but I've heard really, really good things about. It's The Empty Man by David Pryor. It's, it it's going to be like a cult classic, I hear. It's supposed to be really, really great. And now I'm like, it's kind of super thrilled because it's another one of those horror films that gives the, the story time to breathe and you just sort of unravel, you know, what's happening in the, in the actual story through time rather than through action flashes and stuff like that. Mm. I'm kind of really interested in that. So if, if yeah. it's on anyone else's radar, if you've seen it, let me know. Empty Man. I'm going to have to check it out. The only place I can find it is on YouTube as a rental. Like it's nowhere else. Really? That I can find. It's not even, they didn't, it was in theaters for a couple of days last year, never released on home video. It was just sort of buried.
0: That's so bizarre. Yeah.
1: It was so crazy. It, the thing is like, it's his first, David Pryor's first full-fledged film. Mm-hmm. He studied under um, Fincher Uh and helped him with, you know, movies like Seven and stuff like that. And so he has like this master class of experience firsthand with really great directors. And so the studio, Fox, just said, hey, here's a whole bunch of money. Make your film, which never happens for first-time directors. And no. so he did. <laughs> and the producers who uh, at Fox who were behind him ended up getting fired when Disney bought him out. And the mm. new producers that Disney put in said this. No, no one's going to watch this horror film. There's too much air and it takes too long. And no, no, get rid of it. So they just threw it in theaters for a couple of months and then threw it away. Like that was so it. It's
0: going to be like the new mutants then.
1: It could be. Yeah, it
0: could let's, be. Let's 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 keep our fingers crossed. That was one of those yeah. ones that almost disappeared. Yeah. And thankfully it didn't. I fucking love that movie.
1: Yeah, I had fun with it. I had fun with it. Um. Yeah. Dog Likes Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's cool. I I could never really get into it. I watched one like one episode, I think. I I didn't yep. really give it a fair chance to be honest, but yeah. I think I've gotten
0: like the first three episodes. It's just one of those things like I have such limited time to sit down and watch television that mm. like it doesn't matter how good a series is, like I'm probably not gonna finish it unless it's a stupid cartoon. Like um, like Handmaid's Tell. Right. I love that show. I'm like I still haven't four seen it. episodes into the second season.
1: Man. Oh, you haven't
0: seen it? No. Oh man, it's bleak as fuck, but beautifully bleak.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. My wife loves it, so.
0: It's it's good. It's just yeah. It, I mean, for me, it's one of those series that I can't binge because of how fucking depressing it is. Especially oh, wow. coming off of, you know, the last four years of this country, like it's uh, yeah, A little too. It's real. hard to binge. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, we'll have to try that one out. Do you want on Antrim? Dennis says, Antrim. I'm not familiar with it.
0: I think I know what you're talking about. Is that the one? No, that's Antebellum. Never mind. I don't know what that one is,
1: actually. Um, also known as Antrim. <laughs> this literally says, Antrim. Also known as Antrim. The deadliest film ever made. It's a 2018 Canadian mockumentary horror film. Oh, okay, no, we I... must see this then. Yeah, I'm down. All right. It's on Tubi. It's for free. <laughs> oh okay all right let's check I'll it out to, thanks for the suggestion dennis appreciate it man hell yeah uh brian said he just watched the empty man trailer and it looks pretty good Hell oh, yeah all right that's all i need hear. a couple suggestions let's dive in um all right anything else you want to talk about today
0: i think we got it
1: yeah I did oh try. wait we didn't do favorite and worst parts of the movie did we oh shit no and that's not even in my notes i've got to update my notes what was your favorite part of this film we're, I'm sorry, guys. We're okay. going out of the Mackenzies We're going right back into Justice League.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's It's been a minute. um So, favorite part? Other than the fact there was more story, like actual character building for the characters, mm-hmm. fucking Green Lantern, we actually get to see it in one of these films. Because, I mean, really, last time we got any sort of Lantern shit was with Ryan Reynolds' film, yeah. which everybody fucking hates. I love. I'm a defender of it. Um, but, yeah, that... That made me pretty happy.
1: It was a meh for me. I like I I I think I had fun watching it, and I didn't give it any other thought.
0: So <laughs> well, my thing was um like I that's one of my favorite characters, so I know about that character, and so often with superhero movies, it's just you know completely cannibalized, mm-hmm. and you know there's there's no continuity with the origins of the character, and with that movie. Um, in my opinion, the biggest problem, aside from the CG suits, was they stuck about fifty years worth of story into, uh, you know, a, a feature-length movie. Like it was just too much mm-hmm. and not enough explaining. Um, yeah, so that was definitely my favorite part of this
1: movie. Black Suit Superman is mine.
0: I wish it would have would had the long hair and the beard for that though. The beard that would have made it awesome. so much better.
1: His beard oh, yeah, no, in uh, so... Man of Steel was great. So we know he can grow one. So why didn't they? I don't
0: know. Right. Yeah, that was pretty fucking awesome to see.
1: Yeah, I just... I thought the suit looked fly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just looked good in it. Um, least favorite.
0: So, least favorite, the music. It just... Like I said, it was so... There were times where it was so bombarding that it was not necessary. Right. Um, and it's sort of like the the rehashing of the same cues but not with subtle differences Yeah. because like john williams does that shit fantastically where he'll use three songs in a movie but change them all just this much that it's a different piece for a different scene um and that that's me trying to find something to complain about with this movie right. like all around i love this movie
1: yeah um it's hard for me to say... Uh, least favorite for me has got to be the tiny disconnects. So, you know, for example, Dark Side not remembering Earth when it's the only planet mm. that ever defeated him. Or not remembering where he left his mother boxes when it's the only planet that ever defeated him. Like, that seems... Probably like, had a concussion, dude. Right, but like, some guy next to him would be like, <laughs> uh, hey, dude, it, but we left him back there <laughs> yeah. when you got your ass knocked out, so can we just go back and get him? <laughs> like someone would have said something you would imagine (laughs) so i thought that was really silly and weird steppenwolf i wanted a little i first of all he's great i really enjoyed the character i wanted a little bit more from him he was much more menacing in this version Mm -hmm. he was much more of a badass in this version looked much (laughs) cooler sounded better but he alluded to too much I want to know the specifics. they were like, you failed him. You know, you you mm-hmm. rose against your own uh, son. You know, against the, uh, your master, Dark Side. So there was a coup attempt that happened. I want a little bit more. A couple lines is all I'm asking for mm-hmm. to really flesh that out. Because he's like, well, I realized my mistake and I killed the usurpers. Okay, now you just like, you, <laughs> I want details.
0: Yeah, you they're Give me too us, much
1: <laughs> without finishing me off. <laughs> To uh, quote the Joker, "I'm not gonna be there to reach, give you a reach around, <laughs> unless you fucking." <laughs> I can't believe the Joker said he was gonna jerk off. That fucking was so, Bruce Wayne. Fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Only good. thing about Marvel I really don't like is the watering down of the superhero. It's like everyone has a superpower. I really like Spider Man and Iron Man. They're the only person. They're only people with powers. Yeah, no, I agree, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, DC presents their superheroes as if they're gods, which Mm -hmm. is compared to humans, totally appropriate. And I like that idea. I like that they're the new heroes, the time of the gods, you know, come again. Like they're literal, a new pantheon of deities uh, Mm -hmm. that humans sort of look up to as protectors. And I really love that savior presentation of Superman for human existence because that's literally what he is you know he's he's <laughs> he's an alien that fell on the planet who learned to love its inhabitants and is now willing to kill himself in order to protect them and i, I for whatever reason i've always liked that character and in, in that that idea and when we see black suit superman fly up over the planet and just absorb the radiation from the sun to get his powers you know sort of at peak efficiency or i don't know mm-hmm. video game terms he's like maxing out on his powers um <laughs> that was fucking awesome like i just <laughs> loved that so much ah, i get so excited every single time there was like a superhero fight in this i was giddy and giggling oh and yeah every time superman came in i was watery eyes like i don't know what it is like there's some people like when we saw luke in the mandalorian spoiler people um <laughs> I, I was watered. I like, it's yeah. just, just like right from my childhood pulled right up through my heart. And, and this is seeing Superman like this same exact way. Just like pure nostalgia, overwhelming and just oozing out of every orifice. I had to change my underwear. It was weird. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Alright, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your time and attention. Uh, what did you guys think of Justice League? Have you seen it yet? What do you think of the DC he- superheroes? Do you think they suck? Do you love them? Do you have a favorite? Let us know in the comments, or if you're live in the chat, let us know there. Uh, thank you for watching. Subscribe to this channel. You can find all of the Satanic series that I uh, do in uh, put together on my website, reverendcampbell.com. Make sure you like the video so that other people can find out about this if you think it's worth liking. And if you don't, get the fuck out. Right? What the fuck are you doing (laughs) watching? That's all I'm saying. All right. I don't know. Till next time, Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Still don't have an outro video.
0: That's fine. We got a question to ask, though, for uh, a a little giveaway, don't we, Adam?
1: Yes. Oh, I do have to put a pin in this and let people know that if you stick around the outro for the contest... If you won the last contest, you're not eligible for the next one. So you can't win over and over and over in a row. But anytime after that. So just the next contest that you have a chance to win, if you won one, uh, you're disqualified until you know the following. I'm saying this in a very convoluted way. I hope it's clear. Here's the question. Do you want to read the question?
0: Yeah. So... Who was the character that was standing in Apocalypse next to Darkseid and Asad? Adam even didn't know this. I had oh, yeah. to explain to him who it was. So if you can tell us who the third character was, we got a little prize package for you.
1: Put it in the description of the video. The first person to put it in the comments below uh, is going to be the winner. The first person that gets it right in the comments, not.